0: Just made the
1: list! In. 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 Rock. Let's. And hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Shervine, And my name is Joshua Plummer. And happy new New Year, everyone. Um, happy New Year. And normally we would wait until we'll have a couple of weeks to, you know, sort ourselves out, but for some reason WWE decided to put a pay-per-view on New Year's Day, on a Saturday. So um, here we are to review WWE, nicely named, I guess. Day one.
0: I can't wait until Royal Rumble, day 30 or 31, whatever they're going to call it. <laughs> but it, but hell, it could could be worse. Uh, it could have been on Christmas Day, again, like Raw was. Was it last year or the year before? Oh, yeah. That was stupid.
1: Yeah. To be fair, at least, at least when AW put it on, um, was it Christmas Day? You know that was pre-recorded three weeks in advance, so you know they'll yeah. join Christmas. So <laughs> But yeah, it's weird one because obviously uh, December was strange where we didn't have a pay per view, so it's like we in them weird year, like we normally have one last pay per view for WWE, but it's like yeah, I think it was just the last one if you count NXT as a WWE pay per view was War Games, and that was it for this for the year for us for WWE mm-hmm. anyway. So, but yeah, so we're we're back. We obviously slap banger to 2022 for more WWE viewing. Um, so um, yeah, first thing I got to ask you just like. Just to, We'll quickly just talk about the show because, let's be honest, there was one big thing at the end that changed it all.
0: Although, nothing really changed, did it, Steve? <laughs> there was a big change, but nothing has yes,
1: changed. Yes, so. uh, in, in a sense that there was a new champion, spoiler, but it was from the usual suspect in sets, let's be honest. So, headline of this will be that Brock Lesnar is now the new WWE champion. Touted for the fact that because Roman got COVID, their match was called off. He was slapped into the main event for Fatal Five Way and pretty much done nothing. Uh, was pretty much taken out like he always is. Comes in at the end, F5's Big E and wins. It's pretty much how it was, right? Basically, we've we done the review of the final match. Done. There we go. <laughs> of course, when we get into that match, we got a little bit more detail. But let's be honest, it was why it felt shorter. But yeah, but let's be honest, this is
0: what the shows going to be remembered for. Right? It will be remembered for that. Yeah. So although it didn't add intrigue. That last-minute change adding Brock Lesnar in. all oh, but see how that dynamic changes. And it was also an opportunity for WWE to do something different. Uh, nope. Uh, first few moves. German suplex. German suplex. Everyone teams up on Brock. Spear through the barricade. We're going into more detail. Um, so I'll, I'll hold off uh, until we actually get get to the match itself.
1: But, but yeah, it's going to be a situation of... Yeah, it's going to be Brock winning it. Us feeling all sad that Biggie. Hasn't, was never really given a fair shot. But like, yeah, I think I think it was that because obviously the, throughout the show, they did do that, like put like some like, like I think they'd done like like uh, packages for like uh, Bobby Lashley, uh, Seth Rollins, you know, Brock, bigging them up to kind of like everything was leading towards that main event. It felt like that anyway, because they, they had to, it sounds like they had to do it on the fly because obviously this Roman COVID thing kind
0: of blindsided them a little bit. Or is it all storyline and we were being worked? Because Roman didn't want to work Brock in storyline.
1: Well, we can always use your Triple H thing because, uh, yeah, was it tri- Triple H didn't go to SmackDown, He Didn't want to work Tuesdays. Maybe it's a situation. Roman didn't want to be there because he doesn't want to work Saturdays.
0: And he doesn't want to wrestle Brock Lesnar.
1: Again. <laughs> Again. I mean, I actually checked it. they put it up there. They've actually wrestled like, this is that. That'd be this. they would have been their sixth time they've wrestled in the last, like, three or four years. Yeah. So, yeah. You are right in a sense. Yes something different, uh, something new, a new champion, but it's not new, because it's Brock champion again, <laughs> so what's new, but um, but yeah, he had a good, I th- I, thought I thought it was a good show, in a sense of, pretty much the matches were pretty decent, I don't think the only one that was off was Drew, match, but that's because that wasn't a pay-per-view match, but yeah, I thought some of the matches were pretty good, so, and, depending how you feel about Brock winning the title, we'll probably make or break this pay-per-view for you, but, I, ca- I kind of enjoyed it, maybe, maybe I'm, by myself
0: on this like did you enjoy it as a whole it was fine Um, but one of the reasons I've kind of fallen out of love of WWE and the product in recent years Uh this this one being one of the re- main reasons doing a pay view it's fine but you don't really miss anything apart from oh that happened what's new that was kind of expected I, I know we're if, if you've listened to our review uh the year-end review where we spoke very highly of AEW and rightfully so Uh, Because they're doing a lot of things right at the moment. WWE um, need to kick up the arse. And this is a way to to really shake things up. You know, Seth Rollins or Kevin Owens could be a prime candidate. Oh, put the title on them. Maybe. Um, Or really begin the road to WrestleMania on day one. Rather than starting it at the Rumble. Because this just looks like WWE doesn't have a plan. It's just, oh, let's just try and get a marquee name. Just get a big name in there. Uh, try and boost ratings which only works for a significant period of time and that period is long gone yeah no one's interested anymore unless you're very very casual
1: yeah I mean to be fair you could sit down and say we are kind of casual fans of WWE now because we only watch the pay-per-views and we don't really watch the shows leading up to them really so you don't need to no what are you missing it's true it's like I think that's why I kind of I don't mind the pay-per-view shows probably for the fact that I could just go in there watch it for two three hours Come out, it was all right, and then leave. I don't have to watch, and it's only two, three hours of wrestling a month. So for WWE, that's enough for me. I don't have to watch the whole show, you know, Raw, SmackDown, all that stuff. You don't need to. You said you right, you don't miss anything. No, but but anyway, but um, but yeah. So so yeah, should we go dive a bit more into the other matches of the show?
0: And we let's go in chronological. I can't speak today. Chronological order, shall we? Uh,
1: yes. Uh, one thing as always, quick. Quick note, obviously, he had a kickoff show. Cesaro and Ricochet versus R- R- Rich Holland and Sheamus. Seamus, uh, bowl kicks C- uh, Cesaro and gets the win. I, I didn't watch the match as always, but yeah.
0: And uh, Rich Holland got another injury.
1: Oh, did he? Oh, god, it, was- it wasn't his, yeah. um, it wasn't his, le- it wasn't his legs, was it like that? When wasn't his got- leg this time, it wasn't as
0: bad, but he did break his nose, so <sighs> he- he's not having the best of luck
1: well to be faced with Sheamus so he should know about getting his nose broken so maybe he'll He's wear anyway. the face protection mask maybe I don't know but um, yeah let's not talk about this match. basically Sheamus and Rich Holland win maybe it'll go into a few between so and, uh, Sheamus one on one might be cool whatever
0: I prefer to Ricochet but there we go
1: but yeah but but that's because Ricochet is awesome and yeah but we all Zorro's know that. awesome well Sheamus is awesome as well but you know but, I don't know I don't know only to be yeah so, but Seamus won pretty much. So, um, and which one as well. So, anyway, let's get into the main show. So, no surprise to anyone. Um, what I was thinking was, like most shows, they kicked off with uh, the Mr. Reliable in the sense of the Usos and the New Day facing off for the WWE Tag Team Championship. The SmackDown Tag Team Championship. SmackDown Tag Team. It's my bad. Sorry, my bad. But, um, but yes, yeah, so this was a kind of um, match that, if you know, when pay per views, you got to start flying two reliable teams that you know are gonna. I faced off before, you knew it was gonna be like kind of fast paced good. Yeah, but yeah, this was um this was a good match and I thought, but a good opener. But again, I think we talked about it before we recorded, it felt I've seen better from them. It feels like they tamed it this a little
0: bit. I've certainly seen better from them. I mean, their peak was probably during the uh, height of their rivalry, uh, when it culminated in the Hell and the Cell match. Um very, very enjoyable Hell and the Cell match, I think one of the best in the modern era. Uh, if not the best um, the the crowd should have been a lot hotter than they what they were for the, the hometown boy of, of King Woods uh, whether that, it's most likely people have been out at midnight and not really gone to bed until at like four o'clock in the morning and they're knackered that that might have played a part yeah, everyone, uh, everyone's well.
1: hungover everyone's hungover basically
0: mm-hmm. Um, go, going in Kofi uh, got injured in an attack by the Usos uh, injuring his uh, MCL uh, I think the match would have had a little bit more more hype if they didn't have this match two weeks ago on SmackDown. Um, that new day one, right? New day one because the referee missed the tag from the USO, um, so that caused the distraction. Uh, I mean, New Day got the win, and therefore the opportunity. Shoddy um, refereeing, there. very very shoddy refereeing, <laughs> but for for the good guys this time, which makes a change. But
1: um, yeah, I mean, but. It's, it's, that's the problem. It's like it's the, again, it's another problem. It's like we've seen this match so many times, it's probably better versions of it. So then that Hell in a Cell match was probably the height of it. Where yeah, that was amazing, but yeah, for me, it felt they felt like they're off the pace a little bit in a sense. It felt a bit slower than they normally would, um, but it still had good moments in it. I had, um, there was a bit where I think the Usos were kind of doing homage to their family. I think they'd done a lot of um Roman kind of homages
0: that I saw, um, yeah. To yep. Rikishi, to Umaga, um, with the hip attack, or as Pat McAfee put it, "ass to face." My God, he was really annoying uh for this show. He was really annoying, and not in a like heel heat way. He was like kind of like an excited fanboy. He wasn't playing heel like Jerry, Laura, Lawler used to do.
1: Well, they they, 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 yeah, they kind of. I think they don't. They don't. They let him do what he wants, basically. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't.
0: But. This this time it doesn't. I was not in the Pat McAfee mood at all.
1: No, I mean I don't be fair. I did find it fun. There was a bit where like an honest match where I think uh, Covey King's done a tornado DDT on on the top, and it's mm. basically like Michael Cole was like he was either on something or he wasn't paying attention. Where he was like, yeah. oh, he just done a DDT, DDT. It's like yeah, he did that like two minutes ago. Where did you forget that it happened? <laughs> I just noticed that. It's like okay, Michael Cole, you must have been not watching your monitor in that one. Um, but yeah, good stuff. We had was the um, I think. The best one, I think, was the bit where Coltfee uh, was trying to go for a tribe in paradise, ran into a super kick, and then I think Jimmy went to the top, hit that splash from the mm-hmm. top. Uh, just a near fall there that I think was best segment of the match, probably, except for maybe the finish.
0: There a couple of good, close, or well, f- false finishes uh, in the match, uh, which was a nice surprise here and there, but that's, I guess, all they could really do, they could really rely on. There was no real kind of work or you know, working the injury to to Kofi or certainly not as much if uh, Kofi has an MCL injury build on that. Uh, they did have a good hot tag for for Kofi uh, not Kofi uh, for Woods um, so he, he looked good I hope he gets his, his singles push. I hope so too. He deserves it. But it, it towards the end really the, um, the real big surprise was actually how it ended you expect the kind of stereo frog splashes which is what happened and then Woods came in to make the save King Woods was uh, on the top rope, kicked by Jimmy, Super superkicks by Jay to Kofi, and they hit a, a 3D to end the match.
1: Yeah, that came out of nowhere for anyone. I mean, we even before, I have to think, like, is this, like, I always thought they were from, we looked, we looked it up, because I have to double-check, well Josh looked it up. Yeah, it's was like, was it, well, they're both basically from New York, the Dudleys, right? Well,
0: Dudleyville, but Kayfabe, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, but, come on, come on.
1: But yeah. yeah, so like we're checking. It there like some like significance here. It's like now they just decided to do a 3D. But to be fair, I did like the finish because it was different. Like you're expecting the splash to be the finish, but now they went for a 3D. Like oh, that's pretty cool. I thought that was yeah, pretty they cool.
0: couldn't. They couldn't do the splash again because that was meant to be the finish. Uh, well, supposedly, uh, for the false finish before Kofi, not Kofi Woods, broke it up. Um, yeah. That. I guess two gripes for this match even though I thought it was solid um, as you would expect from these two teams the the 3D was kind of out of place Like, why did they do that unless they're just trying to push it as their new finisher uh, okay. and secondly so much focus on the taunting especially promoting the, the t-shirt uh, and we are one or we are the one well they understand with marketing if you can't say
1: it enough people will it'll stick in the head eh? but doesn't yeah, mean it's hard to like do. really
0: shoving it down your throats but we are one there's that like, all I could remember is what? the 12 um, 12, 12 stone song yeah we are one yeah the yeah. Nexus yeah. there was a guy with a Nexus t-shirt behind commentary and that's kind of what it reminded me of so I like oh the Nexus oh another time WWE fucked up yeah thank you for that thanks for reminding us of
1: that <laughs> but um, I, I, it is a better place but I, I've got this theory that it's just like because of the Roman Brock not having a match they have more time, so it wouldn't surprise you if that splash was supposed to be the finish. But because they have more time, they had to kind of improvise for the ending a little bit more. Even then,
0: it only ended another minute to the match.
1: Yeah, well, like perfect example when we get into the next match, that that felt like a match that was probably going to be shorter, but they gave it more time because they've got more time because of certain mm-hmm. match not being on the show. But um, but yeah, again, you could say it's a solid opening. I've seen them do better. I like. I I think the three Dino is a bit weird, but it's too cool to see the 3D because it, it's protected because it did win the match. So in that sense, that's good. Just no one kick out of that. I don't think anyone kicked out of 3D in that entire history, right? It's the most protective finish in all of wrestling, 3D. I'm sure of it. Not that I can, not that I can recall. Yeah, I think I remember, uh, was it uh, Was it, Was it? Billy Way or Bubba Way, when he's, um does interviews, he's just like, yeah, that's protected protective finish. No one kicks out of that. So I respect that. So I like it in that sense. Like, if they're gonna, if that becomes their finisher, no one kicks out of that. That should be a move that you hit it. You, it's the end of the match. Like finisher should be. But um, yeah, I think it's a good match. But I've seen them do better. So anyway, so next next match to talk about is um, a match that again feels weird to be on a pay per view, but they put it on a pay per view. Is obviously we've got Drew McIntyre going against was it was it was it, was it Mad, Cat, Mad Cat Moss? Was it Mad Cat Moss?
0: Mad Cat Moss with. Happy Corbin. Uh, um,
1: worst jokes ever.
0: Worst jokes. I, I get it. It's for heel heat. you know, calling the fans fat and calling Drew McIntyre's prom date uh, a goat. Ha ha. Uh, although the, the goat one was much better than the uh, the fat crowd joke, but well, still a, bad.
1: A, yeah, I mean, you, you got, we had that, i got to be honest, that laugh is a bit irritating, but kind of in a good way. That laugh by Moss. It, it,
0: it's meant to. It, it's cheap, but there we go. It works, I guess. If you like, the, yeah. The only reason for first I'll, I'll put it this way. So the the two purposes, I guess, of this match were for Drew. Uh, will still make him look strong, make him look good, because most likely he's going to be in the, one of the world title pictures. I imagine that they need to get Drew on the show. Otherwise, there was no point this being on the card. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be one of the favorites again to win the Rumble again. Uh, or he's going to face Roman, or he's going to face brock again and get his wrestlemania moment which he didn't really get um against brock because that was in the performance center and then against bobby lashley he lost uh, but that was a welcoming surprise um and the second one is to i i guess push madcap Cap nos, nos? um not as a I don't force but as a comp- what's the word i'm looking for uh, competent wrestler because I thought he sold really well uh, in this match um, he took a big old chop and clotheslines really throwing himself around especially on the outside I mean, you could say um, Drew carried
1: a, it a little bit because I think uh, as you respect
0: yeah you could say that but that that was um, a joint effort I think Moss did do well uh, selling but as a as a threat to Drew not really um if this was a two-on-one handicap match and you could actually play the heat with it because Corbin didn't really do anything. Corbin didn't get involved, he didn't distract the referee, he didn't do anything. I was, what was the point of him being there?
1: Well, to be fair, he, ha- he had more heat with Pat than he did with um, anybody else in the match.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> Pat said, you stinked it. Which was, I found quite funny, but still, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I said, I think, like, for me, Corbin was like a blind side. He was like, what? Mate, what the hell, man? Like, why are you saying that on live television? But I mean, but yeah. But I mean, it has a good moment. So you had that. Um, I always like seeing that. Was it? I called it a sit-down spinebuster by Drew on mm-hmm. Moss. It was nice. Uh, the big kind of spot you could say was when Moss catched a uh, uh, catched um, Drew McIntyre course, in midair. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, he just got it though, because obviously it's a bit. Drew's a very heavy guy, so <laughs> to get the whole that like in midair is quite you know impressive. But he got it and get the full waistline. I think that was the best moment in the sense of.
0: Yeah, well, that could have easily been botched, but you know he had ring smarts, went to the corner, delivered the toss. Yeah, so kudos to Moss on that one. Yeah,
1: it was good. It was good stuff. Uh, but then the match kind of ended with kind of standard. I think Drew hit, uh, hit the hit Sh- the foot shot shock DT. Uh, Moss kicked out. He tried to go for the claymore. Moss got out of the way. But uh, just when he was trying to get his bearings, mm. Drew tried again off the ropes. Claymore, mm. one, two, three, and he gets the victory um obviously we must be missed to talk about the um segment obviously we won't talk about it when it comes up but it's been up now is the segment they attacked him out uh backstage mm-hmm. that surprisingly got more normally it would just beat the crap out of him people pulled him out and pulled him back like say i'll oh, stop it but it got quite the bit with the chair around his neck and then using that thing to slam was last like, put pretty- that bit
0: of scaffolding yeah. drew's head was in the chair was very nicely done very effective uh, that does mean either Drew's going to be out for a bit and he might be a return for the Rumble if they play with that injury um, or they're going to continue this rivalry which they probably will do anyway um, with with Baron Corbin and Matt at Moss I won't be surprised if they do a handicap match either at some point on, on Smackdown uh, or at the Rumble
1: maybe it might be kickoff off because obviously if we all know they don't kind of count the kickoff. you can still have a kick-off match but then still be in the Rumble so
0: It'll that... still be the beginning of the card as well. I mean, Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens were. Uh, in the, in, when they had the last man standing match, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that was the year Triple H won. And Drew, uh, not Drew, Dean almost won the bloody thing.
1: Yeah, sure, yeah. But... Again,
0: that would have been a very welcome and nice thing, but no. We don't get
1: nice things in WWE. We just don't. No. But, um, but yeah, so we'll try to see where that goes. But um, anyway, so the next match we're going to talk about is the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship match between RK Bros and The Street Profits. Um, I don't know my, my thoughts going into this was weird because it's like you don't know what to really expect because obviously Street Profits are awesome because we know they are. And obviously RK RK Bro, obviously Riddle and you know, Randy Orton being good as well. So in theory you're expecting a good match, and technically it's a face versus face match, right?
0: Yeah, and I think Street Profits were trying to play here a little bit, especially with taunting at like Montez Ford, um like coming in, uh dancing around and then getting a poke to the eye for it. Um, so I think the story kind of going in was the the team of our, of Randy Orton and Riddle RK Bro put together a tournament. Um, but it's just a tournament I wasn't aware of. and There's no no brackets or anything I can see.
1: I remember hearing about it, but it wouldn't surprise me if it's like a one and done night, one night episode of War type thing. Wouldn't surprise me, you know, because. Mm they do they do normally when they can do tournaments you know they could do them well so you would have thought they would have promoted that but
0: apparently not another thing to mention as well uh, Mygos were there the rap group no idea who they were um, are they going to host Wrestlemania this year or something World Rumble don't know. I, mean, I mean to be fair World Rumble are they, are they from Georgia I, I don't know honestly and I, I don't
1: want to sit there but like I just I just don't know it's this but they always do this sometimes but at least I have to admit, sometimes it was a bit annoying in some ways where um, they did early on in the match. They kept, you know, flipping
0: back and forth between them sitting in that VIP area. Yeah, but they're not even doing like commentary or anything. They just sat there, and then they get in the ring. It's like, what are you doing? Get out! It's got nothing to do with you.
1: And also, there was cel- like it was weird because like at the start of the match, like okay, bro, like like before even the match started, they were like oh, they're on top. well, it like, it's not supposed to be at the end of the match. Like yeah. wouldn't that be like a good spot? at The end. It's only like, it's just not a big deal. But yeah. So they were obviously they were obviously promoting. Obviously, I think their theme song was the theme of the show. So that was cool, I guess. Uh, yeah. So we obviously had uh, said uh, Dawson mocking Randy uh, Randy Orton. Never do that. It never ends well. Um, nope. We had uh, what was it? Uh, Macy this match was as it normally is with the former. At with this kind of match where Riddle's kind of he gets in the match, but is the guy that's always you know. Being two on, uh, to, you know, attacked like two on one. He's in the match most of it, trying to get to Randy Orton, but he can't. But when he, do, when he does come in, he just it's the hot tag. He goes crazy, you know. Uh, basically, like hits, you know, he's draping DDTs, all that kind of stuff. And then you're waiting for the moment when he hits the RKO. I'm sure that's how this match felt, you know.
0: Yeah, there's a fun moment with um, uh, both Dawkins and Ford draped over the middle rope. In that position, Randy One looks at those, working the crowd, looks up, big old smile. We know what's going to happen next. Grab one, grab two. Getting that uh, draping apron DDT, signature of Orton. Of course, he goes for the RKO next attempt, which uh, doesn't come about. Uh, counters this into a roll-up, building into a sequence where Ford launches himself very impressively, as we've seen before, going over the uh, ring post, diving onto Orton on the outside.
1: It's always great to see that always loved that spot Mm -hmm. it's always great
0: there's a frog splash attempt uh, which is missed Uh, and not only do we see an RKO but we have an assist from Riddle launching Ford into the air we know Ford can get great height especially in those frog frog splashes Riddle launches Ford up straight into an RKO one two three nice like thumbs up and kind of camaraderie between uh, uh, Orton and Riddle they're going yeah that was good nicely done let's keep doing that
1: yeah. Well, to be fair, it's like I, I think I said this. It's called like a pop-up assist. Like it's a pop-up assisted RKO. But it was with mm-hmm. like it was a good finish because it is it, it, anything. Um, with Randy Orton's back in that kind of mode he was a couple of years ago, where it's like he's the face and he doesn't have to really do anything other than just if he hits an RKO, he's going to get a cheer. Mm-hmm. So why not get yep. creative ways to get hit the RKO and everyone will be happy? So there we go. So it, I think that's why RKO works because Randy can just be himself in the sense of like. He doesn't have to act any character work. He just has to be Riddle's the goofy one. He's the straight man. And, um, it doesn't have, you know, he, and then when, if he just hits Yarko in a match, everyone's happy. So, but I feel, I feel like these guys can do a better match. That uh, would be, hopefully this is a feud that keeps going on because it feels like they've got, they can do better. It's a good match, but I feel for more time, they can do better spots and it could be a better match.
0: Yeah. Face, face, face is always tricky unless both teams are over as hell. Um, so Super Robots probably had to be heel. I think I think they tried to play heel a little bit more, but, but as as baby faces didn't quite work.
1: No, but but again, it's a again, maybe I'm not the only one here, but I do like some of these matches have some really good finishes. Like with a lot of screwy finishes W E do or screwy finishes. I have to admit, like, I enjoyed the three D one and this one was another one with those finishes we go, Oh, that was a really cool finish to a match. So I think, I think they've done a good... I thought they'd done pretty well in that sense for the, most of these matches in day one. I thought, anyway. But, yeah. So, anyway, obviously we talked about the attack with Drew. We talked about that in the match they had. Uh, next one match we're going to talk about is the match that... I I think it was the was kind of the market. That and the main event, probably. And probably Roman Reigns when... What that match was happening against Brock. But obviously we talk about the match between Edge and The Miz. Um... Yeah, I think, wasn't this like the kind of match you like, kind of, if you looked at a card it would stand out, like it would be like, yeah I I might be enjoying this match, enjoy this kind of match, or maybe it's just me.
0: Yeah, uh, although it kind of stemmed from the timing of what AEW were doing. Yeah, pure coincidence that all of a sudden we've got a shoot promo at. Pure coincidence so, this is the WWE equivalent you know, we have the straight edge superstar and we have the rated R superstar uh against uh miz and less famous miz (laughs) (laughs) yeah well pretty much i mean to be fair what i also noticed is
1: that they didn't mention any like especially we're talking about when we get to Liv morgan once like they didn't mention Mm -hmm. any of the comments of them bringing up about releases because we're like you didn't hear that comment of edge saying we you're louise no or and liz morgan when she brought up about becky and all that like nope didn't hear anything so like hear anything so you wouldn't know if we didn't if we didn't know that happened we wouldn't know it existed right so I get you know because apparently it was all about if you just shut your mouth people would acknowledge you it's like but that's not how the feud was though was it it didn't no. start off like that didn't but, start off like that no but a weird, weird build like it was just basically like he's the whole build is basically Miz is getting his wife is distracting edge enough like twice to, so he can get the advantage in a sense of yeah. you know, hitting the skull crashing finale. But then for some reason, they decided to put a random, <laughs> um, was it, you wedding vows?
0: Renewing the wedding vows. It's like, that's. That, don't get married in WWE or wrestling in general. It never works out well.
1: Never works. Especially, you should have known. You've got Eric Bischoff it's there.
0: And when last time yeah. he was involved in a set, that's a red flag.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> this never never ends well. And obviously, but also it the go home show? We have a bit with the uh, the brood, the uh, Edge, the brood of Edge mm-hmm. um, is back again with the goo, yeah. the black goo. Um, black goo. But um, you got to give his me- credit. I mean, if you have like when you're wedding vows only in WWE, you say, "Well, we're actually going to ruin that and cover you with black goo." Are you okay with that? Um, okay, mm. I
0: guess. <laughs> but Edge, you said you weren't going to ruin the red the wedding. <laughs>
1: have known better but um yeah. but yeah i mean that that but I, f- I think it was just more of a the, the, the story was very similar like i said yeah i'm you were uh, you i want i own respect for doing you want respect That's pretty much what the feud was wasn't yeah it?
0: you expect uh you expect respect and i earn respect yeah it's pretty much what the match was
1: but yeah. um but yeah so it's kind of Speak, being-
0: speaking of the brood earlier that was a cool entrance by edge it's always cool right
1: coming through through the fire that was great it's always a, I think it's like it's always a cool entrance because it's just a cool thing the brood entrance was always cool
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but as you said it's like a lot of people say oh yeah like if you just came down to the ring with that f- theme it's like you can't do that you've got to have got to have his main theme right hmm. it's got to be done have got to have metal it got to have it it's, it's an awesome song every time you hear it it always anyway but that's not into that but um, obviously yeah obviously, you yeah, had the brood Entrance, we had uh, obviously start the match. Uh, We had um, Miz getting a bit overconfident. I kind of see was like he, I think he got like a early on, he was getting like hip tosses and like putting edge down. And he was kind of um, like going to the you know, being very old confident, you know, very playing could say playing mind games a little bit with edge. It's never a good idea.
0: Is what edge used to do really well and still does. Uh, There's quite a few cross face attempts by edge, one of his signature submissions. Working doing that a couple of times. Miz working on the on the leg of Edge when I thought he would maybe worked on the neck because that's you know the reason he was out for so long. Um, Skull crushing finale uh, counters uh, his it kicks. Uh, we had an education on the outside uh, head slamming into the table. We saw a couple of times, um, so well in this match and the and the following match as well. Edge goes into the ring post, chop block, um, because Miz has been working the, the leg in the match. So he slaps in the uh, the figure four lock and also delivers a few slaps as well, which fires up uh, the Rated R superstar. And as we all know, the, the counter to the figure four leg lock is to turn yourself around to reverse the pressure. I, I've,
1: um, I, I just love the way it's like in my notes I've put, yeah, he locked in the figure four leg lock and have to, Edge is now pissed, reverses the hold. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: That's <what it> was. <laughs> <laughs> but then obviously Miz. I don't know if it's a homage to John Cena or just because the only person I know that locks in that thing, that thing was the STF. Um, but one thing we've got to mention is Maurice was very involved in this match. Um, very distracting of Edge, uh, especially mm. in the earlier ins with the whole uh, Edge was distracted for a minute, and obviously uh, Miz pushed. Um, uh, what was it? Um Edge into the uh, ring, uh the steel I think it was steel steps of the ring post or outside mm-hmm. early on in the match. But yeah she was involved a lot. Um and I was glad that the finish of the match wasn't the bit where Maurice hits uh was it hits uh, was it Edge with it was it was it a handbag or some sort of
0: it was some kind of strike where it was a handbag or a slap, whatever it may have been, going to skull crushing finale and Edge kicks out. Um Maurice being there is actually getting heel heat it's what she's there for uh, whereas corbin was just there i mean they got their heel heat afterwards that brutal attack but that's covering old ground yeah uh and then we saw the welcome return although very strangely delivered um the return of beth phoenix uh, aka edge's wife
1: yeah i gotta be honest i was thinking that could explain why she maybe that's why she left nxt because she's getting back in the ring maybe
0: yeah is, is, she, is she getting back in the ring now part of me would go yes she absolutely is but there's also part of me thinking okay she's most times someone's making their return they usually run down deliver attack whatever it may be their music hits but no we just cut to her straight away before the music's even gone and then she doesn't run she just walked towards maurice maurice is just running away very slowly around the ring a bit out of sync there i think the guy so there was Guy, A little bit out of sync. I doing the music, must so have been I'm like, thinking: was was Beth Phoenix injured at the time? Hence, why e- either that or I don't know, not contracted to compete, maybe. therefore couldn't do much. Well, I mean,
1: she. I mean, I don't. Know, I don't think she stopped wrestling in the sense because obviously she didn't she? Once she partnered up with Natalia one year, when when the Iconics won the tag titles, women tag titles. What the one is it? Beth Phoenix and oh yes. So like she has wrestled hmm. before, maybe. Maybe, but if you and if you watch the Edge documentary on W Network, like she was helping him, like get back in the, the second shape. mountain.
0: Yeah, huge, huge respect to Bear Phoenix. Oh yeah, um, hundred uh, percent.
1: But uh, yeah, so obviously that happened. Obviously, distracted. Maurice was kind of like um, was like running away. Basically, uh, the Miz for once he got distracted, turns around, boom, spear by Edge. One, two, three. He gets the victory, and we kind of Edge with ba- not end Edge end. With um, Edge and Beth Phoenix looking really unhappy at the Miz and Maurice, so obviously we know what this is setting up, right? Tag team, mixed tag. Would that be it at the Royal Rumble again? I wouldn't mind that because it actually would probably be alright. It would be quite fun in the sense of yeah. Who's there's it only so
0: much you. There's only so much you can do. Um, I, I don't see this building till Mania. Uh, I'd rather Edge work someone else, Um I mean someone who's not in a feud at the moment. Edge and AJ would be great. That was something we were already teased when, well, uh, when Edge first returned.
1: Well, to be fair, Edge is over uh, NXT, um, uh, gone against. I can't. What's his name? Uh, the kind of wants to be like a wants to make a moment. I can't. Uh, is it Grayson?
0: Is it Grayson Waller? It will be it that, it, yeah. Something like that, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I think someone yeah. put put good point of that. Just for getting just a little bit. It's like you decide to do that now with NXT 2.0 when it would have meant so much more a couple of months ago NXT 1.0. Yeah. But, yeah. but I, hey, what do I know? But um, yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, with a match we've kind of been teased for ages, AJ, so, but I mean, I'd like to see that. Um, here's a nice thing that might make you laugh. Um, uh, th- there was supposed to be a feud between AJ and Olmos, but apparently the, the match they had on a live event, they ca- they cancelled it or like, they, they cancelled the feud because uh, it was so bad. Yeah. So, but I also put into no the almost. But if AJ can't get you to go to a match,
0: and he's phenomenal. Yes, you got problems,
1: yeah. man. So, but um, but yeah, so I've thought about But let's go on with that. But yeah, AJ Edge, love that. But um, again, I think it's because of the Miz's kind of pace and the kind of what kind of matches he does. It was a bit mm. sluggish early on and through the middle, but it started to pick it up near the end. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I, to be fair, it's like Miz is at this point is like he's got that kind of guy that he still has that kind of thing where you want someone to beat the crap out of him, and we love Edge, so mm-hmm. if we get to that point where you know he's the crap, you know, the Miz loses to Edge again, that I'll be happy with that. So, but I feel Edge just had better matches and boy had better feuds, and yeah, the promo battles were good, but they were kind of overshadowed because one, we all know why they did that promo battle.
0: We all know why they did it. Yeah, so I mean, at, at least they at least they referenced um, the interaction between CM Punk and MJF. It's like the Miz. Your, your name was mentioned to get a cheap reaction on on other television shows. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, that be like, oh my god, oh my god, what are they
1: doing? It's like, it's fine. I mean, yeah, I like it when other companies acknowledge another companies. It makes the wrestling. Wrestle spear, if you want to call it that way, you just feel a bit more larger than just WWE and no one else. You know, I like that stuff.
0: Yeah, it's like the, it's occasional kind of thing. that oh yeah, uh, we we know what's going on with there, but it's when it's down your front every week. They're doing this, they're doing that, and da, da, da. It's like, we know what you're talking about. I know. It's just, you know, it's not as impactful if you keep doing it over and over again. Just, just, just acknowledge that we're just wrestling fans. And we keep, know what's going on. So just, just keep working on yourself and what you're doing. And you will grow. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, to be... Uh, Stop uh, worrying about
1: everyone else. What if AEW do too? I mean, Kurt Tony Khan can sometimes...
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what AEW have done. They're not doing it as much, I don't think. But they've had to recently because of all the intake. You know, the, the Punks, the Bryans, the Kyle O'Reillys, Bobby Fish, Adam Cole. You know, they, they're going to have to reference it at some point.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's well, as they say in AEW, a low-hanging fruit. It's got to be mentioned, right? Yeah but um, yeah for a match I think the ta- if if they don't have that mixed tag at Royal Rumble they'll have it maybe it's like a, spe- a special attraction match at Wrestlemania maybe and that would be fine because mm. I, jo- I enjoy I, I don't want them to build to Wrestlemania uh, would, you, would you
0: want that, it- that's far far too long would
1: you, would, you, would you be like leave it get out of the way and just
0: move on <laughs> just do it at Rumble just do it at Rumble okay fair. What- then Edge could move on to something else at, at Mania I oh, do no. win it again I'm joking <laughs> I mean we're all going for Drew right yeah, I don't know. Like, women's, I'd like to see... I mean, this is a nice segue into the next match, actually. Um, I'd like to see Liv Morgan win the Rumble. I think all her previous Rumbles, apart from the last one, she's been eliminated within, like, 20 seconds. Like, the last two or three before that. It's would, I would lo- been really unfortunate.
1: I would love to believe um, that's because of some storytelling that they were trying to build, but that's not. But, I mean... No. But they could use it if they wanted to they do
0: long-term booking you know Listen,
1: I know but I kind of have that but you know blind belief that one day they actually might like accidentally clock onto to it might be a good idea to do that to want us to get invested mm-hmm. but I, I, apparently they, they like moments more than long-term storytelling so but um, but yeah again yeah I, I think um, obviously when we talked about our GSPR awards so we did when we talked about breakout star we did bring up Lib, you, you said yourself brought up Liv Morgan and mm-hmm. I I haven't seen a lot of her work, probably for the fact again we don't watch war, we don't watch SmackDown, we don't watch that much. I've heard good things, but like this match made me go, Yeah. She's real deal. She's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Becky did a magnificent job to really make her highlight how good she is.
0: I think. Again, joint effort. I don't think anyone carried anyone in this match. I thought it was pretty solid.
1: Yeah, I mean when I don't say carry, I mean in the sense of like there were like yeah, okay, my way I am saying that. My bad. But <laughs> but, but no, it's just... Um, for me, it's like more, I don't a match about her like other than just she was in the right squad and I've heard she's done good matches because I, I don't watch Raw and SmackDown. I don't know. This match was like, oh, damn, she's good. <laughs> really good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, if they wanted to push her, it wouldn't be the worst idea in the world. It'd be great. Oh. But yeah, I mean... Again, it's like... I, I think I just love the intensity and the confidence she's, she, they're putting across in like, you know... I, I they had a they had a ma- this is the one time when they already had a match and they lose and then have a rematch that works.
0: You know? And the rematch that works and uh good good heel work from Becky saying literally no um trading insults. Um eventually Liv retaliates, they brawl with each other on the outside. Uh this is the build up this is on Raw, I think a couple of weeks ago. Becky puts uh, Liv's arm in the steps, gives it a stomp, really injuring the arm. So now Liv is vulnerable. So now, of course, uh, Becky, after much consideration, goes, "Oh, actually, yeah, I will give you a rematch uh, when the baby face is is hurt." Yeah,
1: because you know, because uh, uh, she calls herself the best uh, the big big match Becky, but in the matches, hmm. she's um, very uh, uh, was it, I would say, of underconfident, but just kind of very. Um, or paranoid in some ways because it's like she always gets distracted by what the crowd say uh, she's um, she got frustrated through this match like kind of going what can I do to beat her and she's like try it. even I think she even tried to cheat at one point and it didn't work with the um, putting the feet on the top rope to try and get the win mm-hmm. but I like that kind of story where it's just basically she's um, Becky's getting really frustrated she's like Liv Morgan I should be able to beat Liv Morgan she can't put her away and oh. I, and I kind of like also with Liv Morgan in this match as well with the high idea that that um, she's learnt from the first match. She kept countering Becky's big like big moves, like mm-hmm. and like looked like when they actually say, "Oh, she's watched tapes in this match." It felt yeah, she probably did watch this match over and over again, done the homework. You know, it felt I felt like that. I mean, yeah, we obviously had that kind of stuff as well. Frustrating um, that kind of stuff. had yeah, the, the I think the best part she did was that was it sunset flip power bomb. She did.
0: Very nicely done. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's just a mate. I like that kind of stuff. Really cool. Uh what was it? We had the stiff at the end with the was it Becky trying to go with armour and then you got was it Liv Mogg just got to the watch really early again, knowing that like where she is and also knowing that she's gonna how to counter that move.
0: Got there really early, got there really early, and Becky Lynch holds on until uh until four on that injured arm of Liv. Um, during uh, Becky's frustration as well. So taking any little things she can to try and get that win.
1: Um, I mean, uh, one thing i got to point out, though, I forgot
0: to say that, right at the, right at the gate, uh, Liv Morgan just literally launched
1: herself at Becky Lynch. A like proper like, yep. intensity. And it's like, what was it? It'll bring up later on the match, like smashing her head on the, um, an ounce, was it? An ounce? Yeah, like the ounce table. Like, you know, mm-hmm. proper, everyone's like, yeah, this is like, yeah. I like, like this, Liv Morgan. Yeah, go for it.
0: Yeah, it's behind Liv Morgan in this match for sure, Um, Becky tries the same tactic again of trapping Liv on the apron and the rope, doing some strikes, first time around lands the dropkick, second time around uh, Liv is able to intercept it and move out of the way, Uh, we have several roll ups which are uh, escaped, we've got the head slams as you mentioned as well, on the on the steps, we have uh, Liv Morgan returning the favour, so delivering some stomps uh, of her own, uh, attempting the arm breaker uh, and the rings of Saturn submission. Uh, Becky Lynch looks in trouble here. I literally thought uh, I was
1: waiting for it. actually. I think I, was, I know they say, "Well, don't be silly," but I was like, "Yeah, she might tap," you know. I was actually really invested in this. I, I
0: was waiting. I was waiting for the screwy finish. Yeah, but we actually didn't get it. It's like it, in a sense, there was. This is an odd one, so. Um Liv goes for the oblivion uh but is caught on the ropes once again into the manhandle Slam. I, I call it the bot, um, but yeah. Yes, it's, it's a Uronagi. Yeah. yeah. But um Anyway, that, that's the that's the end of the match, the finish of it. But during the free count, whether it was now was this a botch or was this deliberate storytelling? Um because yeah. initial thought was like, oh, this is a botch, but then booking like the booking kind of mind in before. oh, okay, if that did happen, I would book it this way to rectify the situation. So in their first match that they had, uh, Becky held onto the rope uh, to get the free count, um, costing live the match, um, hence why she asked uh, for this rematch at day one. Uh, Becky Lynch hit the uh, manhandle slam, and she's too far away to put her foot on the ropes, but you can see her trying to do it, but then... There's a little kind of hesitation there going, Oh, I don't bother. Um so was that a botch like, oh I fucked up, I couldn't get to the rope and we're and we're playing, oh foot on the rope. Um or is that Becky in in, in story, um, looking for the rope and then going, actually, I don't need to cheat. I've got it won here.
1: I don't know. I mean to be fair, it's like it's just that feeling. Do you for WWE they do botch that and but then on that case that's giving credit that they actually would use that in a storyline it's like clever little nuances there that would like oh that's really cool but then i don't know just they don't have a good track record that kind of stuff so i would sit there and say it's maybe i would say it might be a botch but it didn't feel like one in in a sense and also that i think that was a really good finish like to the match so if it was like an obvious like oh my god like like an obvious oh that's a botch there but it was. I, I, was it as clear, or was it?
0: Because I didn't notice it. Maybe. Uh, oh, I noticed it. You watch it back. Becky's trying to reach for the ropes, and then there's kind of like a stop and a hesitation. So, is she? She's trying to literally go for the rope. That was the plan, I think. That's why the. That's why the manhandle slam was on the rope itself. It was in the middle of the ring, and of course she can't go for the ropes because she's in the middle of the ring. But they use the oblivion setup with the manhandle slam, and even though she doesn't need to perform on the rope. Um, she does so anyway because she's the heel but on, on this one she's positioned a little bit too far away from the ropes
1: well I think about it it might be because right. I think about it because obviously she did use the ropes to win the first match maybe she's like yeah I don't need to now I've got her
0: yeah yeah see so if she tries to go for it again and realises she's too far away and goes Oh fuck it I can't do it or did it be thinking no I don't need to cheat
1: yeah or obviously we find out We'll see it on Monday, but if they, if they bring it up at all, if it was a thing they bring up, but
0: if the, if they bring it up, let's I, I, be honest, I doubt
1: it. Because it, let's well, be honest, not, different match, but the same old outcome. They never uh, was it that Finn Balor thing with the rope, never bring it up with, with Ronald Reigns, never bring it up ever again. I'm sure he didn't. Never, never brought it up at all. So, yeah, so, it's just a freaky thing that happened. Yep. All right, and it killed the demon. Yeah, great match. Right, but but yeah, but it might be they won't bring it up again. Maybe it's just. I would like to, because again, that just make it just a bit more in, like character works. it's got a bit more layers, right? But, um, mm. but yeah, good, great. I, I love this match, really much. Like, I think Liv Morgan, yeah, I think if yep. maybe it might be me, like as people, are like oh, okay, but I hear this Liz Morgan's doing well. But I'm curious to see this match was like, yeah, if they if they just don't you know mess mm. mess up any storyline and put it back, like she can go, she's good, she's done very good.
0: So yeah. maybe she might be like. I'd I'd be happy. I'd be happy for this to be one of the main events. That- at WrestleMania, if they had this rematch. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I mean, but
1: the the funny thing is, though, I've got this distinct feeling that we all know what... I think the WrestleMania match for Becky probably be Bianca Belair, because it's just the story works, I think, for that. I know winning it twice... I know her winning it twice would be like, okay, but... I I like the story of the idea that that Bianca Belair, like, you took my title at um, SummerSlam, Mm -hmm. um, and they haven't been the same since, so if I have another shot at that title with a grander stage, oh, I'm taking that title. And it's just this good story there. And I think if you're going to, if you want people to not be like, uh, still kind of pissed that you kind of decide to do a moment with Becky instead of trying to push Bianca Belair, let him have another big, was it another big win at WrestleMania? I won't be against that. But mm. Liv Morgan, wouldn't it be a bad shot either? I think she, wouldn't she be like, kind of like Dark Horse kind of pick? Have Bianca Belair and
0: Charlotte Flair gone one-on-one yet?
1: Uh, what? Well, no, I don't think so. But then, to be fair, well, she, she it might be an opening now because obviously, um, uh, uh what was it Tony Storm left after she was having a feud with Charlotte Flair? Did she leave or she released? Uh, apparently, she asked for a release, so I think she left.
0: And I haven't looked. Okay. I haven't looked more into it, but it's like I was like, oh, like, I was like, oh that sucks. To, to us with the to us with the gunk thing, I can understand that.
1: <laughs> She's probably sitting there going, you know, what? I'm just going to go back to UK scene and just you know do my thing. <laughs>
0: I'll go back to that scene and yeah. just.
1: But especially with the with the news of progress is under new management. Um, I did not know that. Oh, I only know it because of um, because on the uh, what was it? We treat, uh one of the basically one of the people that would follow us on Twitter uh, many years uh, last year, but asked me to join like a fantasy booking thing, which is you, like it's like a draft thing where you pick like five superstars or five wrestlers from a list, yeah, and then for the and then it's just you leave them, and then through the entire week, um, you pick up points off them. Like 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 the the American drafts, you know, like when people you pick players and they just you leave it. And they yeah, do. I got you. Yeah, that
0: kind of stuff. So was Tony Storm like one of your picks or one of their picks?
1: No, there's nothing like that. But just like uh, on that, there's a WhatsApp group, and for, from from that there was um, the guy that is on that group that's taken over progress, and he announced it on that. So that's the only reason I know about it. It wouldn't have come up at all. Ah, So okay. but the, I think it's really, really cool. It's like on a random WhatsApp group of joint, the guy that's taken over Progress <laughs> It's just announcing it on there as well. That I think it's pretty awesome. Interesting. But, um, but actually, I would love to see Progress, but maybe she might, maybe that might be a thing where she goes, you know what, I might go back there. Go back there. Just go back to the UK scene. Or just go back to NXT UK, maybe. I just can't. But it doesn't matter. But, um, but yeah, maybe there's an opening there. For Bianca Blair, maybe to go shot Charlotte. But um. Yeah, but yeah, Liv Morgan, I would again. Would it be? Would it be? If you won the Ramble, I would not be against it. I would be happy with. it. Nope, they happy. So, wow, I think I think this has got to be a record for us uh, when it come, when it comes to um, speed. We we get we get we're we doing quite
0: we're doing quite well. So. Uh, well, let's keep up the pace. Let's move on to the main event, which was, or oh, initially, a triple threat match between uh, WWE Champion Big E, Seth Frickin' Rollins, which is now his official nickname. Yeah, the, the,
1: the, that's really annoying because it's like on like uh, the clickbaity titles on those news wrestling news sites. Like, he's changed his name. He's trademarked. It's like, oh, what's he changed it to? It's like, oh, he just put Frickin' in the middle. Uh, okay, that's not that's okay. that, that, that's um, clickbait at the worst. But yeah,
0: so yeah, so. It was originally a triple threat match. Big E, Seth freaking Rollins, and <laughs> another catchphrase, um, which has been stolen, because uh, it's a Derby Allen thing, relentless, but that's on Kevin Owens' t-shirt now. That's my really only gripe otherwise. Gripe, uh, only gripe otherwise. I love Kevin Owens. Um, and then it was, I, I don't know what the main story was, but Bobby Lashley was, was added. Well, apparently destroyed them all. I've,
1: apparently from what they told on the mat, the, like, the build to the mats, they kind of did a situation where he basically like went against all of them and just destroyed them. And it's like, well, okay, mm-hmm. if you beat Fine. if you beat them all, you in the match, I think. I think that was the story. And yeah. Bobby Lashley being Bobby Lashley, just destroyed them. And he's in the match. You're like, mm-hmm. fair enough. Fair dues.
0: And and then mere hours before the show, uh, Roman Reigns on Twitter announced that he is tested positive for COVID. Obviously speedy recovery, Roman. Yeah, thanks um, for man. Have you get what I say, man. Uh, again, wrestling Booker in my mind thinking is this kayfabe, but most likely no. They wouldn't. They wouldn't fuck around with that situation. Well, no, surely. that's a
1: bit too on the nose. Like, yeah. But then WWE don't have like a. Um... They have done worse of things. That doesn't feel a bit does feel a bit. Yeah, torn
0: they don't have a great yeah moral compass and all that. Ugh. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Mm. Uh They did. They did things about Roman's cancer. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, <laughs> so Brooks added is added to the match uh, just because he asked or rather demanded. Isn't that your biggest gripe in wrestling? It, one of them is like, can I just have a rematch please? I mean, yeah, Liv Morgan did that. Uh, did ask for a rematch and kind of rightfully so for being screwed out. Yeah, so it's... But Brock just getting it because he's Brock Lesnar.
1: And he smiles a lot and he just, and he, and he, and he gets really intimidating when he get like... It probably wouldn't be surprising yeah. if Adam Pearce was like, you know what? After that, very uncomfortable conversation to have one time on Smackdown where he was talking about deer and saying that I have a, a deer I shot and I put his head and I called it Adam um, I would give Brock anything I want too wouldn't you?
0: Yeah um, then obviously the way Sami Zayn was treated even though actually Sami Zayn earned an a, opportunity surely Sami being in this match would have made more sense Yeah. Um, but then if you, you could do that story where it is Sami Zayn is added to the match and then Brock Lesnar attacks him now he's in the match
1: but uh, but then that would just be like, again, it's like, that would be if it was, they had weeks to prepare. I get it why they did it. Because it's like, okay, Brock needs a match. He's going to make, so we've got to put him somewhere. i us put him in the, the WWE Championship match. Yeah. I mean, I give him credit. Though. I mean, the, the build, I like the build up of everyone being like, like building everyone up for the match, as I said before. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like Seth yeah. asking everyone and kind of making it. From that alone, we should have known better and known the outcome of this match. But, we thought they wouldn't dare put the title on him. <coughs> um, would they?
0: And, of course. New year, something new. Nope. Um, the the big problem with Brock as well being in the match, you expect the expected German suplexes. People tried to team up on him. They failed. It's, F, it's an heavy it's
1: um, um, triple threat for where he's in. It's the, it's the go-to yeah. tactic.
0: You're, you're actually better off facing him one-on-one. Yeah, pretty much. You're going to have more success
1: one-on-one against... Brock Lesnar yeah I mean it just it just feels like they are gone through the motions but maybe it's because it just came out of nowhere but but yeah I mean I, f- I think for this one it's like, it just felt like I get it why he had it but Brock being it, it's like oh okay I mean for us it's a prediction thing pain in the arse as always I mean yeah. you just about I think I remember you said like you're just about to go to bed and then I'm like oh they've changed the match you're like mate typical yeah we had to, to rush that one back didn't we trying to <laughs> send the sheets out again mm-hmm. I hate it with w it sucks yeah. right why do they keep doing it stop it yeah i mean obviously i think
0: and and the second thing is i was about to mention as well so not only is it the same old brock german suplexes and what have you but the focus is not on big e and how is he going to overcome the odds as it should be if you're trying to um legitimize the the champion the focus was oh fuck it's brock lesnar he's going to destroy everyone how is everyone going to cope which was the reason Bobby Lashley was in the match, going, "Oh, he's the muscle." He was the guy. Oh god, and he destroyed everyone. But now it's like, no, that's irrelevant now because Brock Lesnar's better than Bobby Lashley. I mean, okay, I prefer I prefer Brock Lesnar to Bobby Lashley, but yeah, but yeah, that's beside the point.
1: Yeah, but to be fair, but to be I love, but Bobby Lashley, like their but the way they've booked him, I've loved. I mean, I'm a sucker for his theme, just in general. Love it. I love the way they present him, uh, Bobby Lashley, for the last year or so, like year and a bit. But yeah, I just felt like. Um, Again, if you look about a match in general, it's like if you take away maybe why? I don't know how long was it. Like, it felt shorter for me. It was eight minutes long. It was eight minutes long. What? Eight minutes. Jesus. I mean, I would have thought they would have added more time to it because obviously there's an added, there's a match that we do we aren't going to have. So maybe add it yeah. on here.
0: But that was the that was the first match I went to because I wanted to watch the main event first to see what they did with it. Um, so I skipped to like the final. 40 minutes of the match so, okay that's going to allow at least half an hour for the, the promo the entrance and the match so the match should be maybe 18 minutes um but it's Brock so the match isn't going to be longer than 10 minutes at all Um uh, but that, the the match between uh, Morgan and Lynch hadn't even started and I'm going oh, okay now I'm concerned because this match is going to have time which is great because it should have time yeah this is an important big match and I'm glad it had time uh but once I saw those like ten minutes left. Once all the entrances had finished, like oh, I'm concerned now. Yeah, it's gonna be. This is just gonna be spot fest, spot fest, spot fest. This is it's gonna be Brock spam.
1: Yeah, what, and to be fair, it was. It was like because they were, go for the just got the key moments of the match. Like I literally, like I normally like take bits of my notes, but literally in this case, I've just copied all my notes because basically every bit was just talk about the match. You had, uh, you had um, start of the match. You had uh, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins going against Brock, taking up trying to take up Brock. I think Biggie was going after Bobby Lashley. Then Brock mm-hmm. basically done what he done. Went took everyone to Suplex City. Uh then Brock tried to um F five um uh, was it I think he tried to F five uh, was it Seth Rollins? But uh, Biggie came mm-hmm. back in the ring and take out Brock Lesnar, you know, put him off top rope, took him out, and then, then he was taken out by Bobby Lashley through that I, I always forget, like puts him on his shoulder and slams him into the, the um the post fingers. I don't know what particular... was it a fireman carriage and then just throws him into the post thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Fireman's carry. Spear to Lesnar on the barricade, something we've seen before. Um, we have the uh, dive, frog splash. Um, Seth Runs and Kevin Owens. Uh, they have Brock uh, on the outside. Uh, they try to uh, put him through the. Oh they well, they're trying to put uh, Bobby Lashley through the uh, through the table uh, using using the steps. But uh, Biggie gets involved and delivers a urinagi to Bobby Lashley, putting him through through the table.
1: Yeah, I, I did like that bit. I mean, to be—I mean, fair. I just like the idea. The idea of having Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens as a team, and like as a, as a continuous team, is interesting. I would actually enjoy that because that, frankly, would be—I don't know. Just it. It just would be. I think them two together would work really well. Maybe.
0: I think that's ultimately what they're going to end up doing because I mean, they're on RAW. They'll probably end up facing RK Bro uh, at some point.
1: I, mean, uh, I would say WrestleMania. Because that, that would yeah. be a marquee match, and that at least you know you get amazing, like four great wrestlers in there. You're going to get a good match
0: out of that, yeah. But I mean, to be fair, yeah, but yeah. not tag teams, no, I know, but the, but at least on which is the problem with WWE, like they don't have many tag teams. Well, no,
1: I mean, you got what's It's probably why we only put RK bro in our end of the year awards because and maybe the Usos because mm. the rest of the good tag teams are no bias, is in AEW. Mm-hmm. it's not a fair it's a fair assessment um, but yeah so we had that from at the table we had obviously but then ko came back super so uh biggie uh we got a double uh folding back in the ring got a double ddt on brock on this was it the bottom of the steel steps uh then we had was it they got back in the ring biggie was out of fight back but ko was out his um was it pop-up pop-up powerbomb um or sit out pop-up powerbomb for a near full he went to the top, tried to get a um, some, uh, hit. Some, uh, I call it swanton bomb or senton, whatever you want to call it. It's a senton, yeah. senton. Uh, but obviously Biggie put the. Um, this was a good spot here when he put his knees up. But then out of nowhere, loved this. Uh, was it Seth Rollins hit a fog splash him out of nowhere? Uh, got a near four with that. And then he got then the, basically after this, Brock came in. Uh, um, it, was it Seth Rollins trying to go for the the, the the stomp or the blackout? What they call it now? Then Brock came out of nowhere. F five Seth Seth f5 biggie KO tried to stun him didn't work you had uh, then you had uh, was it? he had got
0: f5 to, f5 to him as well yeah, and then
1: bobby Lashley speared him out of nowhere near full actually locked in the hurt lock that was pretty cool
0: but and they gave it time which was quite nice like oh will he tap will he pass out yeah he, he didn't like you know
1: I, I was waiting for him to power out you know like you know like just like he's i don't think anyone's came out of that lock but like power out out of it like no. but it didn't happen obviously biggie um uh, was it broke it up uh, hit a big ending on um bobby Lashley, but try to go for and then try to go for uh, the one on brock counters hit one f5 one two, three, and we have a new wwe champion and it, it was like i think it was like it was waiting for him to kick out but it's like oh i think i think people like oh what really and also what makes it worse is that's the second new day member he's taken the wwe championship off uh, you could sit there and say well at least it wasn't like a couple of seconds but
0: it doesn't look good though does it? I mean no and then you had the the face off at the end where Bobby Lashley is on the ramp Brock Lesnar's in the ring okay they're going to do that Rumble most likely build to to Mania and not build a story so the, around So the so e. the, the, bo- the boring option is Lashley winning and then we have Lashley and Lesnar again have we had it again? or we weren't we were meant to have it weren't we? well that's the
1: match we all wanted Did right? It? was it? I remember it's like when, when yes, but it's not what we want now. No, I think I think it, a big, oh, the big e one's just disappointing because I think in a sense of it's not his fault. He's just a likable guy. He's good in the wing. He's been amazing for years. But the problem with his WWE title what then? It was obviously not planned. It was done for a cheap ratings pop, and it just felt out of the yeah. blue. And then I think someone said rightly. I think I remember him like you kind of know when WWE are going to invest in you when mm-hmm. they really change the character completely but they never really did with Big e. it was just
0: new music but it's kind of the same old New Day Big E is it really investing when they change character or is it just like oh we have to it's more just to shake things up but the problem is they shook things up for no reason or, or they shook up the wrong thing I, I just
1: think that briefcase thing it's like you, we were like thinking okay cool long-standing thing in the briefcase maybe turn it into psych, maybe have a thing but like no they just done it for like a random rule and then We'll just, yeah, random war,
0: because it was all. Yeah, they got rid of it like a month later. Yeah, it's
1: like they're bigging up. If I remember, like there was, we're, we're looking at.
0: It was a record for the record for the women's that lasted a good two weeks. It's usually <laughs> on the night of the show. I no,
1: I, I was a shock. It's like wow,
0: Christ. I
1: mean, good God, yeah. good God let that turn that briefcase. I've said it before a thousand times. Turn that briefcase, like the New Japan did with that U.S. or like the like the. Um, G one winner or like I think that was it. Kenta was doing when the pandemic with the U S title briefcase. Yeah.
0: Make them defend it. Make them defend it. It's also a big threat throughout the years. Though. What if they cash in here? Or it's something which catches up completely off guard. They've got this great match here, and then oh fuck, we forgot about Money in the Bank. Yeah, you've got that. Uh, but also, but they don't do it. They never capitalize on it. you used to. They don't do it anymore. No,
1: but it's like you use the briefcases, like like defending a title, and then able to build up credibility for the winner, who eventually wins. It won't feel like a. Oh, this is strange. You'd be like, yeah, he's probably deserved He's but if his character's interesting. He deserves the title, yeah. but they don't do it that way. They do it for a cheap
0: moment. I mean, they did it once recently. That was the last time round with the men's briefcase when Otis won it, and that's when they realized, oh fuck, we fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, that- with Otis. Oh, we're we're gonna uh, cash it in on on the tag team division. Why would you do that, just- you moron? <laughs> well, to be fair, that's probably why he
1: kind of he made made, made, made made turned on him. He turned heel, went with um Chad Gable, and basically hmm. was it was it got got a bit his beard trimmed, and now he's gone back hmm. to being a monster again, kind of. Yeah, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I just I just feel there's like there's so much potential with that briefcase. You never do anything with it. But yeah, I feel for Biggie. It's gonna be it's never a coffee situation. He won me. It was a nice moment. and then it'd just be back to being the mid card or and it's like, can you, least, yeah, losing a title sucks, but can you at least do a story with it? Like,
0: yeah, and Biggie was pinned as well. It's not like he didn't lose the title. He actually lost the title.
1: Yeah, like, that. What anybody else? Like, come on, like anybody else? You had in that match. I mean, if you if you pin but, but, uh uh, if you want to go for Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, go for let him get the pin. I know it's then he be like a reason, another reason for him for him to be pissed with Brock, and it might set up a match.
0: Yeah, well, they didn't even tease the showdown between uh, Bobby and Brock. They didn't have that. Uh, I thought they might even tease like Owens and and Lesnar because Owens has always wanted that match with Lesnar, as far as I'm aware. I Think so? Not quite sure. Um, but yeah,
1: I don't know. It's just, it's just, for, I think for a lot of people, it rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Because Big E gets to pin clean again, and it's another New Day member that's yeah. So like, so we just have to hope win Zay Woods, if he wins the WWE Championship, just don't go against Brock because you're gonna get pinned. You're gonna lose the title to him. So
0: or win the Rumble, go against Brock, and he's got New Day in his corner. So that that's quite fitting actually. Yeah. If Kofi and Big E are both lost because of Lesnar, and then King's there uh, to rectify things, things come all full circle. And then, if you want to do a rematch and play the threat, like I'm going to destroy the New Day, like I'm going to take the WWE title from all three of you uh, and play that threat. Yeah, and plus, you know, that completes the treble of the uh, the New Day getting a, a shot at the the World Championships or every single one of them holding a World Championship. Yeah, I
1: mean, I could. It could be done. I mean again but that's giving credit there's a story there that they would do. Because it's like there's the big E thing, there is a story there. If you wanted to lose a title, there's a story you can do where hit break like like similar to maybe like hang around page where it breaks him. Like he's he's Mr. Positivity and then he loses his title the way he did, then it's like it becomes mm-hmm. like it breaks him. And then it basically mm-hmm. becomes not Mr. Pos Mr Positivity, Mr. Negative. Mr Pissed off. Yeah. Or like make a story of it and then it's like his rise from the months to build up mm-hmm. to get back to who he was. They yeah. did that.
0: that. Leading to leading to a heel turn. I think he'd be a very effective monster. Yeah,
1: oh, There was snippets though. So I think he needs it as well as character Because right? I think it's like, yeah. he's got that look where it's like he doesn't like, maybe when he's healed, don't speak much. He'd just be like, give the look of like, mm-hmm. I'm pissed. Because in the ring is amazing. Yeah. So it could work. But I don't know. That's probably given too much credit. Probably going to go for the cliche. He loses. He forgets. Move on go back to his old spot and then we'll just get Brock versus Bobby probably or Brock or Brock versus Roman Reigns title versus title
0: Mm -hmm. that I've mentioned before but I'd love to see the new day triple threat
1: well yeah wouldn't mind that I mean what but like would it be for world title I don't know don't know but maybe number one contenders it would be interesting but uh, I'm interested to see if maybe it might be one day but I don't know if it's will happen I don't I don't think it's the same as the shield though because the shield was different I think the new day would be a little bit different to do that
0: match but yeah unless you had the like, like a biggie like heel turn but then how would you have how would you separate um uh woods and and Kofi unless woods was like really all high and mighty is like I am the king therefore you do this um I'm not sure. That 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 that's the only dynamic which would need to. I mean, you've got time to build it in like three months if you want to do it at WrestleMania. But how would you go about that splitting that rift between Kofi, um, uh, and and Woods? I mean, I don't know. I mean, at least
1: unless you use it, at Big E, as I know he's on the other. show but be used that as like a catalyst, like you know, like maybe Kofi's on like. Like Biggie's dead, like he's down, he lost double championship. And it's like both sides of the coin where you got Biggie going, uh, was it Kofi going, I understand what you're going through, you know, mm-hmm. um, if you need help. And then you got maybe Woods maybe coming off, going, say Well, mate, you power positivity, let it go. And it's like Kofi mm-hmm. knows, and it's like a rift that way, maybe. Maybe you could do mm-hmm. it that way. Like, yep. But I, but again, that's because cause it would be an interesting so again, it would just have them three are great together, they can make it work. So maybe that's maybe a way you can do it that makes it interesting. But, but yeah, but that's not the story they're going to go with. They're playing Brock Lesnar is a new WWE champion, and yeah, and must be honest, they're probably going to go for there's going to be a champion versus champion match at some point.
0: No, and the year is 2016. Oh wait, no,
1: it's 2022. Yeah, seems to be a common occurrence in WWE. It's unusual for them to do that, not. <laughs>
0: Or well, 2017, or whenever the last time it was, but still, that's that's a long time of the same button. I know.
1: But but, but except for that, I mean, whips you the, like puts you the wrong way with Brock Winnie again. I mean, maybe I'm on my own with this. So I thought it was a really good solid show, personally. I think it's like, except for maybe the Drew match that did feel a bit meh, was like I, I enjoyed most of
0: the matches here. I think they were pretty good. There were no bad matches, but... What are you really missing? Not much. No, I guess I guess if you watch Same, same me. I guess if
1: it's AW, it's like um, that's a standard day one high standards. WD uh, shows don't feel as, uh, I don't want to say like exciting anymore. But I think for me, I think it's because it can sit there, I can watch it. The match, If you does just like watching good matches, they'd have this on the show. I like some of the finishes on here. Uh, I think some of the finishes are pretty unique and fun. The Brock thing can only be annoying if, if they don't do anything at Biggie afterwards, and it doesn't, and, but some people want that Brock um, Bobby Lashley match, so some people might be happy with it's this finish.
0: A match we should have had months ago. Well, it
1: should have been the match you should have had instead of going against Roman, but we've had this discussion many times. But yeah, so I don't know. I think if I was, so yeah, that's our thoughts on day one. Um, we'll just uh, end off with. What's your, um, like, not, maybe not final thoughts because we kind of brought that up in the beginning of the show, but like, would, what grade would you give? Like, it came like, okay, maybe like uh, out of 10. What grade would you give this show?
0: Just about scraping a six, probably. Mm. Below average. Really below average. Fair
1: enough. I, I would give it a 6.5 just because I, I had a bit more enjoyment of matches, maybe. Maybe it's just me. And I guess in the Brock thing defines you on this. If you like Brock winning, it's a good show. If it doesn't, then it kind of bums you out, (laughs) basically. So, um, but yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, WWE, you you have a level now, right? You know, the only show they really try and put a lot of effort into is WrestleMania. So you kind of wait for that. Or the Saudi Arabia shows that I still haven't watched. And I don't think I will you no. missed the best Hell in the Cell cage match but it's the sacrifices you have to make when you don't want to watch a show like that no but um, but yeah so yeah that's a, a new review I don't know much more we can talk about I think we've gone through quite well most of the show um, yes obviously normally this would be once a week well, you you'll be with us once a week uh, once a month but you'll be with twice this month because obviously we've got Royal Rumble at uh, I think 28th or was it the 30th January 28th I don't know uh, when that is, I don't know. It's good. It of in month, basically. Uh, end of the month in January.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's also lots of other events. There's New Year's Eve with NXT, and there's there's Wrestle Kingdom. All three days of it. Uh, for New Japan, um, I'm most likely not going to be around for those. But have fun with those. Steve. Yeah, I'm um, I'm
1: thinking it might be a unique way of doing that. I might. Uh, I, I, the idea of like reviewing all three of those shows by myself in our comment format. I love I love New Japan and I love Western. That doesn't it's not appealing. Let's be honest. So no. I probably find a creative way. I was I was thinking maybe doing a live like stream, live stream on my Instagram, my our Instagram. Maybe I'll be watching it because it's on eleven in the morning. So it's a reasonable time yeah. for us UK fans. Maybe not for the Americans, but us UK fans, we get to watch it at a reasonable time. Not like the the US shows where we have to wait until one in the morning. So. It's, it's,
0: and if they do, uh, if you do end up doing the uh, the stream on Instagram, uh, Stu, what is the uh, stream? You can catch it on. Uh, What's the handle? Yes,
1: if you if you go if you search the Josh and Stu Wrestling podcast on uh, Instagram, um, I have tested this streaming thing before, and it was kind of fun. Uh, I, think I was watching uh, the match between was it Daniel Brian Danielson, and Ke- Kenny Omega. That was fun to watch. So um, yeah, I might do that because again, it's but. I don't know yet, but I think doing a, the the format we do, I don't think will work because <laughs> it's like too. It just wouldn't work, but
0: but yeah. But anyway, um, whatever we decide, keep an eye out on the Instagram. Keep an eye out on our Twitter at Josh and Stew uh, Pod. Uh, if you have any formal inquiries or uh, just want to say hello, yeah, on Twitter as well, you can also drop us an email, Josh and Stew Podcast at gmail dot com.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly right. So. Not more to say, really. I mean, yeah, check out. We'll let you know about the Western Kingdom. But when it comes to WWE reviews, we'll be back for the Royal Rumble. Uh, should be, should be, it's always a bit, always fun, the Royal Rumble in some ways, because the Royal Rumble match nine times out of ten is kind of fun. So that'd be interesting to see what happens. But yeah, so we'll be back for that. Um, but anyway, and not, not more to really say then I've been Stuart, one and I've been Joshua Plummer. And hope you're all having a good start to twenty twenty two and we'll see you all we'll see you at uh, Royal Rumble. Have a good have a good start to the year. Bye everyone. Happy New
0: Year.